What's up, cool kids? Living that fly? I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? I don't see any cool kids. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm just, I got the I got the wrong table. Cool. Huh? It's like uh, I'll see I'm myself out. In my mid thirties, I mean, I'm clearly not cool. <laughs> yeah, there might be some cool old people here, but yeah. exactly. certainly I don't, I don't see any cool kids. I don't kids. know how cool any table could be if I'm there. I, I'd Aww. say the okay, coolness well, ratchets up exceptionally. Okay, if you're there, I was, try, I was trying to compliment you all, you know, but like. Okay. We're just keeping it real, dude. Josh has this ability to like, like lots of people do self-deprecating, but Josh has a way of doing self-deprecating where it's not funny; it's just sad. No, no. You know, it's like, oh, now I feel worse. The air out of the it's like, right. <laughs> Generally, self-deprecating is like over the top, and it's like, oh, I'm a piece of shit, ha ha ha. Uh, but like, Josh is just like, be, be yeah. sad, be sad for me. Be, Be sad. Yeah, I mean that. The, so that comes from years of sad boy music. Listen, mm-hmm. stop it. Yeah. Like uh, the well, uh, sad boy was like a topic of discussion today. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I wanted to kind of talk stop about. Uh, so we finally have a. Uh, we've we've added everybody. Uh, I think everybody here. Except John, John, Except you, John. No, no. John's the holdout. I, okay. I, I, I always stay from, I'll stay away from shit that's cool and popping and fresh. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so let's explain. Yeah, let's explain. Yeah, we yeah, we we, uh, we added a, a Spotify blend uh, playlist. We all jumped on that, as well as some of our other friends who are not uh, on the pod per se, but friends nonetheless. And uh, we started listening to that and kind of talking about all of our music wrecks throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for those for those of y'all that don't know what the blend is, is basically it takes like your Spotify algorithm and the things that you listen to and your taste profile and blends it with anybody else that's in the list and like tries to match things that like everybody might enjoy. So, yeah, it's been cool to kind of see what everybody's listening to and just talk about all these different particular bands that some of us aren't familiar with you know for instance like i had never really dug into death cab for cutie and there was a song on it, so which is crazy <laughs> no, it's, just, it's just like one of those things like i, I wasn't ever like man fuck death cab you know yeah. i wasn't ever like anti-death cab or anything like that. welcome to being it. emily okay it's yeah. like it's nothing yeah. against it i just remember <laughs> when are you gonna start a exposure? music review yeah. not youtube channel no nope. <laughs> can't, can't do it can't do it uh, <laughs> That's just too much. Well, no, you vocabulary for it. YouTube huh? won't let you and not oh, make money on it. Right. True. Right, true. Right. Just yeah. some human music. But yeah, I, so I, it's crazy to me that I hadn't heard Death Cab because listening, I listened to a whole album today. Narrow Stairs, uh, by the yeah. way, for those of you keeping score at home. Uh, and I like really liked it a lot. You know, it's very much in my wheelhouse of, of that type of music, you know, um, but it is very sad, boy. That was it's kind of very, my takeaway. It's very, it's my takeaway cab. was like, my, yeah. And my takeaway is, is this is really favorite bands for years. Yeah, it's like really so. good, but like it's it's you know it's it's a downer type situation. What was your favorite hey. tune on Narrow Stairs, Adam? Uh, hold on, let me pull it pull it up. Talk amongst yeah. yourselves. And, mm, uh, well, clamped. I am yeah. technically a part of this, uh, but. Uh, you're too only, cool for it like you're only, too cool for every uh, no, fucking thing ever i'm not too cool for a goddamn thing i haven't had a moment to myself <laughs> right, record, he doesn't have any like, time because i have to right now like we I, bro i don't even get me started 
You saw my <laughs> post about how long my days have been the last couple of days. Yeah. I'm just saying I've only had time to click the button that techni- technically joined me into the blend. So, like, mm. my participation has been y'all judging the, the tracks that are labeled <laughs> as heats. Like, that's it. Dude, <laughs> damn. Dude, don't that's look, bullshit. Nope. That I don't is think anybody we haven't even talked about any of your songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, who? Well, I had a lot of time today because the project that I've been working on for like two months at work, right before lunch, found out that it's being postponed. Hey. The uh, the exercise that I've been developing is being postponed till next year, and so I was just like, well. Fuck it. I guess I'm listening to Spotify all day. I was mm-hmm. literally like busting my ass this morning on this thing. And then I got the, the notification that we were postponing it. It's like, fuck it. Okay. Okay. So, so favorite tracks. Oh. I really liked Bixby Canyon Bridge. Mm. The yeah, opener was, was great. Uh, Grapevine Fires was beautiful. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And Long Division had a great beat to it that kind of like, I was like, as I was getting towards that. You know, deep in the middle of it, it's like, all right, I need something to kind of like yeah. pick up, and there and there was long division to. It's to do just that. enough to like bring yeah. you out, you know, yeah. for a minute. Even though yeah. it's like all Death Cab, the subject matter is, you know, sure, sure. Sad. Like lyrically, I've listened to a lot of music that's <clears throat> lyrically sad, but still has like movement. Now I yeah. know that there's going to be at least one person listening to this who will tell me. That we should have started you on either plans or transatlanticism, depending on who that person is. Yeah, I would, I would have gone plans, but I got you. But I, I think that narrow stairs was the appropriate entry point for Adam specifically, and I stand by that. So I'm just, I'm just, you know. I mean, I have, I have like specific things about how I listen to music, and Zach and I have had a lots of conversations about that. You know. Um, they're not arguments. They're just conversations, kids. So it's okay. I, um, I will say <laughs> this. No, um, I was going to say y'all's conversations, conversations are arguments in Emily's book because the first. <laughs> I mean, the, sometimes. Listen, y'all. The first. We haven't few done t- that in like so listen, long. Listen, y'all. The You're arguing first, right now, Adam. The first <laughs> few times I saw in Discord one of the famous Adam Zach. Uh, conversations I was like mm. I think I messaged teeth and I was like are they okay is mommy and daddy fighting what's happening <laughs> um, I didn't I don't deal will deal with uh, no, confrontation miss Con- conflict yeah, conflict yes yeah. I am very yeah. conflict I, I'm, uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure my response was something akin to like oh they do this all yes. the time <laughs> yeah. it was like lol well, no nah, they good <laughs> like look Zach and I have put a lot of work into our relationship <laughs> have, to, be, to, to be less toxic and more understanding of each other. And I think that that's worth noting. You Y'all's have. conversations are dense as fuck. Yeah, they, yeah they're I still mean, dense. They're just no, we not down anymore. Listen, down not down not there's times anymore. where there's like, how engaging do I, I mean, like, is this conversation for me to either skip all of it and or actually like read it, you know? And I've had times of both. And that's I, I the mean, thing. I'll be honest you know you'll look at this you'll look at our discord and and this is we're talking about like our private discord okay Mm -hmm, um and uh you'll look at it and it's like a couple of things have been said and then i'll come back an hour and a half later and there's 300 messages easily and it's Mm -hmm. still going and i'm like 
well, I'm out of this loop, and that's okay. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm not exactly. going to catch up and with this. And it's like 100 from Zach and 100 yeah. from Adam. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, th- these people don't work. It's like, come on. Like, I'm sitting there actually, like, working, and I was like, I get to look at Discord, at, like, before the sun comes up, and then, like, and then I head home, and then it's just, like, th- 400 fucking messages Also, across, I think like, everybody, everybody here types faster than I do, so, like, that's also that. I get, yeah, I got those words per minute. You yeah, know? I know. I get yeah, real bad. For sure. Spelling is but hard. Ha- however, I will I will say what leads itself to the volume of messages is that both Adam and I will type out half a sentence, hit enter on that bitch, and then type yeah. in multiple. And follow like, up. So, like, yeah. it's You're one statement, but it's 16 textures. messages. Yeah. Right, right. Y'all got a lot right. to say. Y'all are very opinionated yeah. people. I do, yeah. I do the same thing. It, I, it feels, I think at least the three of us all do that because it feels more genuine that way. Like you're, it, it, it's a different thing if you're typing out like a whole paragraph that you edited and stuff. Like right. when you're, when you're responding in the moment about something you're passionate about, you just put it out and then like, oh, and I want to add something to that. Boom. Oh, and, but there's a caveat. Boom. Oh, and I want to add to that. You right. know, like, right. I, it's just I, very I, I get in that, that same way. Yeah. Yeah. He does yeah. that as well. I, I, yeah. yeah, I've definitely noticed that from you too. And but that's, I mean, you know, that's so like three hundred episodes is like our three hundred uh, three hundred messages. It's you know, not like, like <laughs> that much to catch up on. I always roll my eyes when John <laughs> or Josh comes in with a dumpster fire meme or just like, oh my god, so many messages. I'm like, y'all, but like no. you know how we talk. It's like <laughs> it's, half it's of those the, messages are like, yeah, I agree. Or, okay, cool. That, or like, man. you know, it's the community. You deal with it. It's the you community gift walking in with it. pizza and everything's on fire. But like, it's not on fire. No, it's like totally but, not. No, it can come off just, that way for sure. It's a lot of engagement is what it is. It's that's, just not yeah, it's not heated. That's the easy way for it's me to engage with a like fun little gif. And a couple of winky faces, and then I'm a dip out. <laughs> We've also had similar conversations in person as well. Y'all just happen mm-hmm. to all be present in the Discord for a Discord conversation. So, yeah. So, so, so last medium, year. Man. So back to the Death Cab. Uh, <laughs> Z- like, so I've been, like, I, I guess I, I don't, like, identify that much as a Death Cab person, though I love that band, and me and Zach have listened to that band. Like, that, I feel like that was formative in mine and Zach's friendship. Like, Death Cab and, like, the Dresden Dolls were bands that we both got into and, like, really were on. And both of those bands also are the closest Zach ever got me to to emo music. You know, uh, like, Man, you know, I feel like I got you on some My Kim at some point, though. Was say, no, aren't that, you, aren't that you was not CR you. Fan? That was uh, Fuse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My chem meaning my chemical romance for those not following. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Sorry. sorry I mean, sorry. we've we've lost a good chunk of people already because nah. we're we're on one of our music tips. But look, if you are this far into the STF network, I'm sorry. Music the people is that part we lost, it. we didn't lose. They are fast forwarding currently. Right. 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 Well, dude, there there are people that listen to us at 1.8 speed already. Which right. I do that. I cannot Dude, imagine. Don't get me started on the. I cannot imagine I what it. chipmunks we sound like. To we, don't no, so, we, so, don't. we don't. We so don't. We sound how, like the rest like. of the country. That's exactly it. We talk <laughs> very slow. Like we do. Which is, right. Emily, you right. may sound like the rest of the country. <laughs> we sound like we're on cocaine. <laughs> so hold on. Like, <laughs> so I, that what that tells me is that you haven't actually tried to use the 1.5x or anything because my, now. 
the the it processes it to where it doesn't change the pitch of your oh really yeah and so it yeah. it sounds normal yeah, it's, it's just not a, a little faster faster Zach. well yeah. here's the deal I have never tried to listen to anything at at one point five or higher speed because I like to listen to things at the normal speed in which they are recorded try it man so change your life as I listen to the Stormlight Archives the guy mm-hmm. speaks very clearly but holy crap he speaks slow. Definitely. Yeah. You know, and so like, I, I so, have to put it at least like one and a quarter speed. Yeah, when your time is limited, we all have t- limited time. All of us are very busy. Sure. You know? And so something like Stormlight Archive, that's 40 something hours for one book. You know, you listen to it at 1.5. It doesn't sound weird. You know, hmm. like it doesn't, it doesn't sound like butchered or that you're not getting like the performance of the speech. You know what I mean? You still get all the nuance of the thing. It just moves it a little faster. Yeah. And particularly with Stormlight Archive, Michael Reading does read he does. excruciatingly slow. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, I like, actually kept at 1.0. Straight up. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I, 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 I could, that I that was, took me five years, man. <laughs> that was the book or the audio medium that made me actually try the the higher same. speed. Because I, I, I had the same viewpoint as you uh, Zach and Heath for a long time, but I was like listening to the audiobook of Stormlight. And I was like, dude, I, ca- I can't with yeah. this. So I, I was like, I just pushed it up to 1.2 and I couldn't hear it. There was like no noticeable no. difference at mm. all. And Except like, that he right. spoke more quickly. Yeah. Well, then I put it up to 1.5 and then I was like, okay, yeah, it's moving a little quicker, but he, his timber and his like tone and enunciation and, and pitch are all the same yeah it just is faster it's almost you know? like it just removes some of the spaces in between mm-hmm. no it doesn't well mm-hmm. a little well, bit I mean, like it, just it, it, the in speeding it up the yeah. spaces are yeah. shorter yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I mean. but there, there there are certain things that will actually take out silences and i don't do that because si- silence is intentional uh, a lot of times for narrators right yes. to build sure. tension and you know yeah. like so i i don't do the little remove silences option because I think if it's been edited properly, those silences are there for a reason, you know? Yeah. 100%. So what it's worth, I, I have done, like I've, I've tried the advanced speed and I don't like it. Like I want, I'm, I was a purist to begin with. Like I wanted at the speed it's supposed to be presented in the first place, but I have bumped it up. Uh, Adam's pestered me numerous times on long things. He wants me to catch up that he's read that I haven't. Uh, and, and I just don't want it. Like I want it to be regular and it's probably some of my chipmunk brand. Like I, <laughs> I have to be very intentional about listening to uh podcast and, uh, particularly eBooks. Like I have to make myself pay attention, even if I'm doing little busy work or whatever. But like, I, I, I even the other day I turned, I was listening to one of our podcasts and I bumped it up to 1.5 on accident and I like got a minute in. I was like, "No, stop! What? No!" Uh-uh. <laughs> well, so I don't on that like note, this. though, I don't remember which one it was, but some live stream that we did, people were yep. in and listening, and we had a number of comments, oh, yeah. or maybe across yeah. multiple streams. But we've had that, comments Josh. from people saying it's like, "I don't, you guys don't sound right. You're you're speaking too slow." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm used to you speaking so much more quickly. For That's SDF when I changed it for me. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Though. I am going to start delivering very, very 
very important story exposition. Really fast like this, you know what I'm saying? Just like, like, really, really, really get into that it. Right? To really like, just like fuck the people who like listen to it with 1.5 speed because I really think they need to slow it down, listen to the proper speed. But you know what I'm saying? It's just it's what it is, right? You're going to have to repeat that for me because <laughs> yeah, I, girl I, I, brain, your girl's brain don't go that fast. No. I don't think it's anything like, like the girl brain I specifically. Said, I mean, I think it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one, uh, independently. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not going to do that. But uh, yeah. and How's she supposed to listen that fast? She can have babies no joke that is how my sister speaks though my sister talks that fast and heath can attest to that too i she think does. That, she that does. like you literally cannot understand her on the phone everybody in her life tells her melanie slow down slow down and she just she just doesn't know how no one in my family has that problem it's, it is funny because like uh, I'll come to like when Zach's in town for like the holidays or something a lot of the time over the last few years I'll come by his mom's because she's you know basically my mom as well and like Melanie if she's not there will be on the phone and I'll be like hey let me say hey to Mel real quick and I'll get on the phone with her and like twice I can recall that I've done this on Christmas or Thanksgiving or something and like she'll start just going into a story and I'm like hold on uh <laughs> what like give me the details of that back i've told like, her if it's important you need I to text me because <laughs> don't call me and tell me like i <laughs> i won't get anything out of it so <laughs> let me ask you this because i know newt listens to us at like 0.8 speed he slows us down he slows us oh, down he slows us down no. what do you guys think about that well that's just wild i love that i love it i'm here you for know, you know i admire no, the see, that's bullshit, he. gumption well, if you're a purist and you want to listen to the things about how it's supposed to be listened to why is it that okay but i i, I call hypocrisy so <laughs> I, I literally said it so you would go on that rant so um, <laughs> <laughs> i don't he know man you. So uh, here's how I see it. He just wants more of us. He wants us to last longer. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> he beat me to yeah. it. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, Nude. You're getting two good pumps and a, and a good night kiss on the forehead, okay? That's all you get. Christ. Oh, my Happy God. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> gross. <laughs> Good to know. I was not prepared for that from you, Zach. I just. Uh, I am just joking. Nope. Well, That's on the internet now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, there's a lot of shit on the internet. Flag yeah, on the play. Yeah, yeah. Flag, on the play. Flag on the play. So, no, no, it's two pumps. Two pumps. <laughs> two pumps. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, Keen Peels. The Kyle Smith. Yeah. 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 Two pumps, pause. One pump. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Okay, okay, okay. I guess we can play some Starfinder, huh? We should. Yeah. We should. <laughs> Maybe play we'll find a star speed, right? this time. Nope. We're not finding any stars, folks. This game is a lie. It is. It is. <laughs> Everything you thought you knew about Starfinder, throw that shit out the window. <laughs> In Pathfinder, you often find paths. It's the damnedest this is thing. True. It's the damnedest thing. It's true. Um... Okay, so I think we wrapped up last session with a neat little bow, right? There's, uh, you had a little job, uh, from the Moonlighters. You got paid. Uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good okay. sesh. Yeah. Good sesh. All right. Good deal. Um, yeah, not, not too much. We technically played Starfinder. <laughs> We talked about it, at least. I don't know. I, I feel like we, we did, in fact, play Starfinder. Technically uh, correct, which is, of course, the best kind of yeah. correct. 
So anyway, after that job, I imagine you're all still hanging out, you know, in the Vescarium, essentially. Um, and I would imagine you're probably hanging out somewhere, you know, around Vesk 3. Maybe you wanted to go to the Skitter Heaven Ranch, stop in for a second, something like that. However, when you are in the vicinity of Vesk 3, uh, terrestrial, Roland, you get a call on your personal comm unit. Well, I know how to use that now because I have an intelligence of 10 instead of... Very nice. I'm so proud of you, man. Look out, world. So he like very proudly (laughs) looks to, he looks to his crew and is like, watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to roll to use that thing? Yeah, I need a computer's check, bro. I need a computer's check. I was just saying, if you can use that computer. Is this the equivalent of Mike getting one rank in computers and being like, oh, God, this guy? No, I don't have the rank, so technically I still can't do it. Mike is better than you at that. Yeah. All right, so yeah, this is the captain. Greetings. And oh, on the other on the other end of this comm unit, it's a video call. Okay. You see a... A, a very, like, well-put-together Vesk male. Okay? He's wearing a military uniform. And um, he says, Greetings. My name is Captain Eshuvayo Fireheart. And I have the great honor of serving the Vescarium. Specifically, Directive 9. Our military intelligence branch. Now... My unit focuses on capturing fugitives that continuously elude the Vescarian's grasp. Recently, one such fugitive committed a crime at an industrial facility within Command 3, Vesk 3's largest city and capital, as I'm sure you well know. I would like your assistance in bringing this criminal to justice. I cannot discuss the details over comms. However, I heard from Carmelock Gravender, a loyal ally of the Empire, that the bold and skilled crew of the Independence produces excellent results. Would you be interested in serving the Vescarium, Captain? He, the captain hangs up the phone and says, All right, um, Morgan, will you compose a message to return to this? Because he thinks that it's like the other messages where he, you know he's been chastised this whole time for, for talking back to the messages. He's like, Okay, I got it this time. And he hangs uh, it up on him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It says, it says uh, Morgan, I need a message sent to this, <laughs> to this vest saying that we would indeed take this job. Morgan immediately starts composing a message and says, apologies, we had some technical difficulties for uh, <laughs> dropping the call earlier. And of While course, Morgan blah, 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 blah. is composing the message, you get another call from, from the same, oh, from uh, the same okay. number. Morgan uh, steps up Did beside I... you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, look, it seems that he, uh, he opens, it seems as if we've got another message from this, from this Vesk. Everybody? Captain, this is a, this is a live call. Yeah, Morgan says, hello, how are you? (laughs) Sorry, I I apologize, I'm still trying to understand these things. Yes, um, Hmm. 
Smaggy <laughs> just kind of looks at you strange. Like, snickering. <laughs> uh, yes, we would be uh, very interested in in this work. Well, that was easy. I hadn't even told you the reward yet. Uh, you're right. I, I'm flustered here. I apologize. Uh, We're always interested in work, and we would love to find out more about this uh, work. Yes, yes. Well, the bounty for the fugitive is 10 BP dead, 15 BP alive. We are also prepared to offer you an upfront stipend of 5,000 credits just for accepting the mission. Do I have your interest now? Well, I mean, as I said, <laughs> you had our interest. Very good, very good. Now, okay. now you have our attention. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Audible face palm. Yeah, it needs to be smack. Morgan like, sends I hate a- to do this, but the joke is just too good not to do it, right? Like, it, yeah. it pains me to make <laughs> Roland so stupid, but, like, <laughs> the joke was too good not to oh take it. Oh, my God. So. Well, <laughs> this has certainly been an interesting conversation. <laughs> However, Carmel Ark Ravender is a skittermander of his word, and if he says that you produce results, then I will take his word for it. Well, I, I encourage you to check out uh, the many Yelp reviews that we have acquired since being in business. <laughs> uh, well, no, hey, we actually we did do. solicit yeah. those reviews, you know, we... we that's like a good way to say, you know, you can, I, you can I check out not only, Car- that, yeah. yeah, you can also, you can, uh, Karm is, is a great friend of ours, um, but there are others that you could check with, to the Moonlighters, perhaps, um, as well. Would you, would you like to subscribe to our Patreon at The Independent? And if you don't mind, when you finish with this call, if you could just like and, you know, hit the subscribe yeah, button at the bottom. Bell. Ring the bell. Yeah, go to ring that notification bell so you can oh be notified any time that we talk. I believe it's required to smash it. Smash yeah. it, in smash fact. It. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, yes. if, you got, if you got enough money for like a coffee, you know, pay it forward, you know? <laughs> Sorry, please, Zach, continue. So, Captain Fireheart makes no visible expression the entire time this these shenanigans are going on and he says yeah i apologize for my crew they do not know how to handle these type of diplomatic uh, morgan tries so hard not to cut eyes but they do like slowly turn their head and look at the captains Nestia's head is nothing but eyes <laughs> oops all eyes Vince is just not plus at this point. <laughs> it's, like, it's an average day. Um, yes, so if you could... Uh, joking aside, if uh, we are interested in this, and please don't let us... Our jovial... <laughs> don't mind manner. us, we're drunk. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've, we've, we're celebrating a, a successful job, and we certainly want to put another successful job under our belt. So... If you could send over the pertinent details. Again, I would look, prefer not to discuss any oh, details right. over comms. That. Right. However, right. that. if you would, at your earliest convenience, meet me at True Blue Dye Works, the scene of the crime, in Command 3, as soon as you can. Absolutely. Uh, we, and he, we and he nods shoot. and he salutes you, and the call ends. Okay. Captain, uh, is it over? Yes, yeah, it's over, but okay. I got a question for you. Uh, yes. When did we become bounty hunters? 
We are trying to feed ourselves. I think that... Yeah, with well, the job that we are, just did, right? Right, but see, I need armor still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I'm very meta, you Captain. <laughs> Morgan kind of was like, I don't think it will do us any harm in acquiring more details about the job. If anything, we can just look I at mean, it. I mean, it's 5,000 just to show up. Yes. So, and I mean. broadening our potential job horizons is never a bad idea. And if we don't care for it, we just don't accept. Right. You can't really beat that sign-on bonus. But, I mean, again, Getty, you know, that, that matter conveyor ain't going to pay itself. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't have any food to cook anymore. So I'm tired of fucking bread sandwiches, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, they're uh, toast Don't you sandwiches. dare disparage toast sandwiches, sir. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> as Gadrick. the person in this group who has tried one. <laughs> yeah, Gadrick, I, I I do understand what where you're coming from, and let's just go hear what, what the situation is. And if you feel uncomfortable with this job, you have as much say in the task that we take as everyone here. Um, and I trust your experience and age to guide us. Rude. Um, don't know how I feel about that, but uh, appreciate the did experience. I, did I say part? something? Oh. Did I say something? He called me old, Captain. What? Uh, no, I didn't. I said I appreciated your age. Him, <laughs> yep. Experience, I suppose, would be a more a, a appropriate mm. term. Mm. But mm. It, it, it reads the same. Mm. Does it? Just let's pretend it does. Okay. I didn't peg you to be so sensitive about I'm, I'm your, your years, it's, it's so just, I apologize if I offended you. I'm just but. a little, little out of sorts with the idea, you know bounty hunting. Like, I, I'm not opposed to it. It's just kind of caught me off guard, all. Well, again, let's see Let's see what the details of, of this job are, and if, if it feels outside something that we want to represent ourselves as morally, by all means we will address that at the time. But 5,000 credits just for going is a good good start. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. It's I mean, hell, I'm gonna take you there either way. So, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that you do, Gadrick. It doesn't take you too long to uh, arrive at Command Three. However, on the way, if you would like to do a little research, uh, you certainly can. Um, a couple of things you may want to research. You want to look up Eshuveo Fireheart, right? Yeah. Um, the the captain. Uh, anybody that wants to gather information on Captain Fireheart can do so with a diplomacy check, actually. Ooh, ooh, I can do that. Okay, okay. Go. I'm actually good at that. Diplomatic Believe call. it or not. I know that I haven't played him that way, but I promise I am. Alright, here we go. A diplomacy check, you mm-hmm. say? Yep. Alright. Okay, well, that's 36. 36. Okay, yeah, that's a 36. All right. well, I'll say my own numbers. Thank you very much, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so just sorry. trying to move it along, man. We're trying so to run sorry. up at 1.8, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't peg you so sensitive about numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So, um, Roland, you were able to, to find some information on uh, Captain Ishavo Fireheart. Fireheart. Farheart. Mm-hmm. Far so that was very that was very country. Um, 
for her. <laughs> Graving biscuit fireheart. Graving biscuit fireheart. <laughs> oh, oh, fire ticker. <ticker. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> fireheart is uh, he is a decorated military officer within the Vescarium, known for his loyalty, integrity, and a commitment to justice. He actually earned his surname, Fireheart, when he rescued a bunch of Skittermander civilians from a burning building overrun by the Swarm during the Swarm War. So, uh, you know, that's kind him. of... I was to say, he sounds like good people. Yeah, yeah as, uh, and yeah. so Roland will, more effectively than Adam, kind of convey this information to Gadrick uh, as he's like... What, is this like based off the infosphere? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I will say that Roland, you know, he's trying to be more lighthearted as a captain, and as such, he's kind of having some blind spots, I think. Uh, but Gadrick's concern kind of shook him back into focus a little bit, and he did want to be like a lot more aware of what we were walking into because of what Gadrick said. So as he gets all this information, he then goes to Gadrick and shares it with him and says, I, 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 I think that this person is actually quite honorable and maybe Bounty Hunter is, at least the connotations of it are, are more justified than, than we first thought. I mean, sure, but, you know, they basically literally said wanted dead or alive that's kind of how it works in the movies at least so i figure <laughs> oh my god you know, right no works. we are definitely we are definitely going to be hunting a bounty but we have the choice of bringing him in alive that's true that's true look look it's just i'm just used to well now that i say it out loud it sounds kind of silly i'm used to doing deliveries but you know what with the defrics and them creepy crawlers ghost exploration yeah I, I feel like ships, uh, I feel like us saying that we are a trash company is just as accurate and true <laughs> as us being a delivery company <laughs> at this point uh, yeah we have done both of those things exactly one time it just boils yeah, down to semantics right yes uh, but but no Gadrick thank you for for being centered uh, you know I I'm, I'm getting excited as we are getting some forward momentum as a crew, and it's important that that somebody helps us keep sight of what what our moral center is. And I just really appreciate that. And and as such, I wanted to do this research and, and hopefully put both of our minds at ease at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm gonna need to dress for the part, right? You need armor too. No, I need a duster. <laughs> oh, right. Well, we have some, I think, left from the Defrex drive. All right, we're on a- autopilot, so I'm going to go run back real quick. And mm. uh, Can I fly it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't touch anything, Cap, please. <laughs> we only got bolos and cowboy hats. Mm, yeah. I thought yeah. we got dusters. Well, you know, if you want a duster, you can have a duster, man. It's not that serious. Oh, look, I found the dusters. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, my so- size, too. There's a little more research you can do on uh, the location of this uh, alleged crime, True Blue Dye Works, and that's T-R-U-B-L-U, True Blue. Uh, If anybody wants to research that, you certainly can. There is some public information on the Infosphere that's that's 
fairly easy to find. You don't need to roll anything for. So are they but, known for their tabletop role-playing dice? No, it's D-Y-E, not oh. like like die, oh. like, like clothing die. Uh, yeah, so researching that, uh, you find out that it's a manufacturer of organic dyes, especially a particular dye called Zayata Blue. Um, if you want to get some more info, someone can roll me a computer's check. Tia no, with the no. dirty 30. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Tia, a little digging, and you uh, you find that there was a recent burglary at True Blue Dye Works uh, that left 14 people dead, including eight civilian employees of the facility. Oh, shit. Jesus. That's kind of being kept under wraps a little bit, but... This, this did recently happen. So, you arrive at, uh, in Command 3, you you know, park at the at the spaceport, take a little public transit over wait, to... Wait, wait, wait. Can we... Is there any way to research Directive 9? You're not gonna... Yeah, I yeah mean, good luck. But, but, yeah, but, like, our characters yeah, would... Yeah, check out that, their mice. You know what page. I mean? Like... Yeah. Like, I, and, like, like, I think the very act of trying to research like and not space. finding anything is, is important for our characters to have done. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. Because I know we all know D9, right? Right. But, like, our characters wouldn't have never even heard of him, probably, because none mm-hmm. of us are from the Vescarium. And it was meant, he mentioned it, right? So, oh, let's check about this Directive 9. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Just total blank. Well, yeah. That's, you, the, that's interesting. Yeah. Earl 28 on my D9 check. <laughs> well, you. you <laughs> You, you find out basically kind of what most people would know about Directive 9 and the Viscarium, right? It's, a, it's, this, it's you know, the CIA, I guess, of, yeah. of the Viscarium, essentially. It's just the Wikipedia it might page. Be, it might be the FBI, and I mean, I don't know. You know, it's... It's, it's all of it. It's yeah. It's like, they have, like, one central, like... Intelligence, intelligence branch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I think Captain Fireheart did mention that Directive 9 was the military intelligence branch. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anyway, you arrive at Command 3, you park at the spaceport, you take a train over to True Blue Dye Works. Okay? And as you all pull up uh, there, you know, you're walking up, I'm, I'm sure, from wherever the stop was. Um, you see a, 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 a very large... Uh, black Nissan Armada parked out front. And as you all walk up, you see Captain Fireheart. Oh, by the way, I have an image of Captain Fireheart. If oh, y'all would, yeah, if dude. Y'all yeah. Would definitely like Every that. best <laughs> image needs to come By, by the way, way, I have an image of a Nissan Armada. <laughs> I do have an image you know? of it. In case yeah. you don't know what one looks like. Uh, there you go. I posted it in our, in our chat. Discord chat. Okay. Yeah, so it's black. It has four doors. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got roll cage. It's an SUV. On the top. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, as you um, do, Captain Fireheart, who you recognize obviously from your your call, steps out of the Armada to greet you. And as that door is open, you get a, get a glimpse of something. Can anybody roll me a perception check? I can. Yes, I'm I can. I'm not great at it, but okay. I am great at it. I got a nat 20. 
23 for me. Oh, 30-30. Natural one. Very nice. <laughs> okay, those of you who rolled a halfway decent perception check, um, <laughs> as Captain Fireheart steps out, you can see there's another Vesk in the car with him, and you can't make out any details, but you see the distinct glowing cherry <gasps> of a large cigar. What? Uh, before I'll Captain be. Fireheart closes the door and walks up nice. and greets you all. And, you know, greetings, crew of the Independence. You made excellent time. Uh, yes, uh, well, we have one of the best pilots in the galaxy. Uh, that's that's him over there with the, with the stash. <laughs> stash? <laughs> Something I'm trying to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the captain's just figured out shortening words to try to sound cool. <laughs> I will be honest with you all. I am not much for small talk. Please, if you will come this way, of I will show you the facility. All right. I'm uh, assuming you all. Of, yeah, like, yeah. and Roland's demeanor kind of changes a little bit. He he gets a little bit more serious and he kind of just looks at the crew like, all right. Let's do this. Yes. Yeah. This is this is a D nine. Yeah. Like he, the, here. like He's, it all kind of like comes together that like yeah. This isn't Skidder Haven Ranch. You know what I You're mean? Right. Like, to be fair, uh, we couldn't find anything really about D nine, so we were just yeah. testing the waters, <laughs> seeing Everybody how funny. Knows. Everybody knows Vesk born in the Vescarium don't do humor, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be born somewhere else to be funny. Uh, right, exactly. They go straight to jail, you know? So, straight to jail. Captain Fireheart leads you all into the facility. You go through a security checkpoint. They don't even question you with Captain Fireheart with you. You mm-hmm. know, they don't even look they don't even look twice. With my rolling t shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he takes you uh, past the security pe- checkpoint into the warehouse, through the warehouse, and then out back to where there's you, you arrive in a greenhouse that uh, you see strung. There's cables that are strung all the way around the greenhouse, and they're all holding these large, desiccated-looking leaves that are weighted with these clumps of shriveled, dried berries. Now, in these, in this greenhouse and through these rooms in the warehouse, you see several signs of forced entry and even battle. You see blood stains, broken glass, um, you know, like like burn marks from from blasters firing off, that sort of thing. Um, you know, as you're moving through this whole area. However, when you arrive in the greenhouse, Captain Fireheart stops, and he he plucks a leaf. From one of these, uh, you know, hanging, hanging, sort of situations, right? Like these uh, clusters, clusters. I'm trying to, yeah. <laughs> one of these situations of situations that ride into a situation hole. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can, guys. Okay? <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing All right. great. <laughs> and uh, he 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 plucks this this leaf and he turns it over, and very delicately he splits one of these brown sacks on its back with the tip of his claw and a tiny golden insect with thousands of legs and circular mandibles crawls out and over the vest's hand Xyapedes burrow inside the leaves of brueo bushes he says and those only grow around the city of Zayata south of here Scootermanders call these things the gold of the garden planet. But the real gold 
is inside. And he crushes the insect between his nails. And as he does, this vibrant blue liquid dribbles down his finger. Zayata Blue. So popular, the whole company is named after it. However, about one in a hundred of these Zyapedes holds an even more valuable treasure. Too small for you to see. A bacterium that can be used to create a biological weapon called Hellfire Toxin. Hellfire is so dangerous and lethal that even the Vascarium rejected its use. Shortly before I contacted you, a team of highly trained and, as of yet, unidentified individuals broke in here and killed more than a dozen people, including eight civilians. When True Blue took stock of the damage, they discovered the theft. Hundreds of Zyapedes, all carrying the toxin and slated for safe disintegration. We do have a lead, however. A Formian by the name of Jask Beskask used to work at this facility and recently visited unprompted just before the attack. We have a reasonable suspicion that they stole the bugs and then set up the attack to cover their tracks. There is only one person who has ever successfully weaponized Hellfire Toxin, and she used it to slaughter an entire city of innocent people. Her name is Agavana Oathbreaker, the Butcher of Barandamana. We think this Formian, Jask, is working for Agavana. We don't know where Agavana is, but Jask owns a music shop on Gaskar 3, a planet in near space. We want you to go there, interrogate Jask Beskask for Agavana Oathbreaker's whereabouts, and then bring her back to me, alive if you can. I have some questions to ask her. Now, I'm sure that you all have some questions as well. I will do my best to answer them. All right. That's a lot to take in. So to be clear, you want us to bring Jask back or the... The, the traitor, uh, Agavana Oathbreaker. Agavana, all right. Um, question is, why why us? I, I mean, you have the might of the Vesk military. Not that we want to turn down this job, but why, why us and not a specialized crew from from the military? A very good question, Captain. After consulting with my superior, we have determined that you would be potentially the best crew for the job because Agavon Oathbreaker has evaded capture for almost a decade. She knows how we think and how we operate. She would not expect us to hire a group of outsiders like you. Yes, the joke is on her, for we do not think. No, I'm just kidding. I don't say that, actually. Speak for um, yourself. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't actually say that. Um, Roland says, all right, well, what can you tell us about Jask? What types of things might we use to put the pressure on Jask? 
Very little, to be honest. They own a music shop called Sonic Future in Gascari on Gascar 3. They aren't a soldier, so I cannot imagine you would have too much trouble getting them to talk. As I said before, they are Formian, and beyond that, they have been quite difficult to, to pin down, as it were. All right, and can you tell us a bit more about the traitor? Yes, absolutely. Agavana Oathbreaker was a former Vescarium soldier who betrayed her own people. Eight years ago, she deserted her unit and then demanded the Empire free hundreds of imprisoned criminals that she claimed had been unjustly incarcerated. When her request was denied, she unleashed Hellfire Toxin on the city of Barandamana. Hundreds of thousands of innocent people burned alive from that bioweapon. It took weeks for some of them to die. Understandably, the Vescarium has a vested interest in apprehending her. Yes, uh, I can I can see why. Um, what... I, we, we certainly want to help and prevent any further use of this toxin. Um, although I must think about the safety of my crew, and I just want to know if there's any particular um, notes that you could provide us to perhaps shore up defenses and make sure that we're not caught unawares by Hellfire ourselves. Is there an antidote? I would... Morgan know anything about that? Uh, they have a pretty good medicine, um, and I assumed that something like that would be on like the infosphere, you know, like that kind of tragedy. I mean, yeah, like you know that uh, according to all reports, Agavana Oathbreaker unleashed Hellfire Toxin on the city of Brandamana, which claimed hundreds of thousands of lives. Mm-hmm. Beyond that. You don't really have too much information on Hellfire Toxin okay. itself. Because, again, this is only, you know, this is like a byproduct, essentially, of what I'm sure the Dye Works people would call a, a faulty, mm-hmm. you know, product. Yeah. And she's the only one that's ever made it, right? She's the only person, yes, as Captain Fireheart said, okay. who has ever weaponized Hellfire Toxin. It was discussed among high-ranking Vescarian officers, right. mm-hmm. but again, it was deemed too dangerous even for Vescarium use. Just in general, just would we know like what are is the is this like an early onset thing? Basically, Morgan would like to know is this a slow working thing or is it like boom, instantaneous death kind of situation? Well, as Captain Fireheart said, it took weeks for some of them to yeah. actually die. It is. Does it basically d- do like a nuclear fallout type thing, but without the nuclear bomb? Essentially, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it, it. I mean, it can kill you instantly, and it can kill you very slowly, okay. depending yeah. on, I assume, your on proximity. Your and yeah, and your yeah. Own biological makeup and stuff. Yeah. Well, um, my question for asking, I'm sorry, is basically. If when we go down there, would Morgan recognize someone who's been in contact with it based on any like ex- 
exterior, uh, you know, Morgan like would been not exposed. recognize okay. any symptoms of. Gotcha. Yeah, Morgan just, would certainly not be familiar at all with hellfire toxin. Gotcha. Okay. And like out of character, I, I feel like, you know, this is an assumption, of course, but I feel like the the threat is not of like exposure to hellfire because this person is trying to make like a bunch of it to do probably another attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're probably keeping it pretty closed in until they're ready to use it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I hear where you're coming from. I, I want to do this job for the reason of that. I want to help them, you know, stop this from happening, but I'm also very worried. And again, I'm just kind of talking as Adam now about, you know, Roland making the decision or, or, being on board with the decision of taking all of us to somebody who's basically like a super terrorist, mm -hmm. you know, and, and us g getting wiped out in the process, you know what I mean? And like, so that's what, that's where my head is as Adam trying to think about what Roland would do. I'm curious what you got. Is, is there any other questions we want to ask him before we discuss this? Okay. Yeah. You know what? I will wait until before we agree I did want to say something yeah I mean is anybody uh, Hestia or Godric uh, Vincent do you have any questions for uh, I have I have one question do they have to kill the adorable centipedes in order to get the die out or could they just like you know do an injection move some was that just for effect, or... Captain Fireheart looks at you with this, like, blank expression that, that to you says, like, why would you even ask such a ridiculous question? You know? It was just perfect, because I wrote a one on my perception, yeah. for one. Yeah. And also, of course I still would think those bugs are adorable. Like, let's not... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I do get they, it. But do, like... they, do they just mass kill these bugs to get this die? I'll look it up. I'm sorry. Of course they do. Uh, I am sad. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. All right, I'll, I'll, uh, well, uh, real quick, the Sonic Futures, like, mm -hmm. do we know anything about, is it like a specialty music shop? Is it just kind of a little bit of everything? It's just a music okay. shop. All right. Have you ever been to a music shop, Emily? Listen, yes. <laughs> Dick. What even is a music shop? What even is music? All right, so do you all have any more questions for Captain Fireheart? Um, I don't think so, and I'll, I'll say to him, I'll like, this is, this is quite the proposition that you offer. Um, can we take some time to discuss as a team and, and get back to you with our, with our answer? I will give you a moment, yes. And Captain Fireheart walks to the other side of the... Of the... Well, that's not exactly... <laughs> and then he just stands, stands there. there. Yeah, yeah, he just stands God. there. Oh, looking so at you all. Consummate professionals. So, yeah, like... What, what do you, first of all, you guys as players, what do you think about this? I mean, I mean, I'm about it. Like, I, I mean, both as Heath and as Hestia, it's like super terrorists should be stopped. Yep, agreed. Sure. Uh -huh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's that. I don't so, think there's any argument there. I, it's are we the people to do that? So, of the, course we're not. That's the whole theme of the adventure. Yeah, I think in Morgan's mind, anyways, it's like you know we've risked our lives for freaking Defrex. Okay, at this point, if we can actually do something that is really meaningful that we get paid for that could help someone um yeah maybe we're not like trained for this necessarily but again kind of like he said it may work in our favor so both morgan and emily are on board so aside from like i think morally everybody's on board with like stopping a bad person Mm -hmm. but also like to your point like we've hauled berries we've you know the, like wrangled defrex and and this if we if we achieve this like i mean it's a hell of a point on a resume for one mm-hmm. uh not that i think we'd be able to really advertise it but i mean i, I feel like crew solidarity would be through the roof if we succeeded at this like yeah. this is maybe the kick in the pants the the achievement that we need to be like hey like Maybe we don't need to have an existential crisis after every single job. <laughs> Maybe we are actually good at yeah. at this, you know? What about you, Gaddy? Yeah, Gadrick is a little bit hesitant for the same reasons that you guys have already said. But he's for it, you know? He's for helping people and wants to do good. So if everybody else is there, he'll go with um, so really, uh, Vincent is not about it, uh, to, well, not to an extreme degree or anything about it, but, uh, I think while we're in this huddle, um, he's going to be like, look, uh, I've been around the block for about 200 years now, and, uh, I know what the vets grow up to, not in this, and not, not in this circumstance, but I mean, it is, I've been around for a lot about a fair bit of the uh the silent war and i will tell you i can't help but think that this is some sort of plausible deniability all right we're dealing with the intelligence branch of the Viscari, okay the optics of hellfire being used and stolen from the Viscari. they're not going to just simply let this information just get out there willy-nilly. They're, they're going to want to take care of either this is hushed or we probably go down with it. Well, I I, I totally hear what you're saying. I mean, it's true. This I, is a fucking a bloody eco-terrorist, right? Uh, a super-terrorist. But, uh, but in, 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 in response to what you're saying about the secret not getting out we already know it so whether or not we do this job or not we are already involved if that is a concern right of of us being silenced we we already know it so my concern is that this takes us this does indeed put us into the space of becoming mercenaries that is is a far jump from defrix morgan i understand that yes there was dangers that presented themselves. But those were dangers that were unforeseen. We went there to herd Defrex, not to stop a terrorist 
from unlaunching what is equal to nuclear winter on an entire city. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it, but I do think that it is important to understand that the stakes of this are much more severe than any of you seem to be taking them, with the exception of Vincent. This here. isn't fucking Europe berries anymore, right? Uh, Hestia is like wide-eyed, which I'm impossible not to be, but like <laughs> emotionally, you would see that she's wide-eyed. You know, the the naivete uh, of Hestia and turns after listening to all this and is like, Vincent, are are you implying that they would? hire us to do this job and even if we succeeded they might murder us can you remember Sinjin well yes well that is exactly what happened with Sinjin well but he wasn't a, a member of the Vescarium government so he was a as, criminal as we're oh, having <laughs> as we're having this conversation <laughs> As we're having this conversation, and as the captain is standing over there, still very much within um, everything, can I get a sense motive? Can I use empathy to kind of just get a, a vibe on him? Does he? What's what? What do you mean get a vibe on him? Essentially, like trying to figure out as we're talking about, like, would he just you know murder us so that none of this information got out? Is this? something that are there any you, you i believe you have like a class skill that's yeah. tailored specifically to this yes okay talk to me about it empathy is what i have um you can do a sense motive check to read the emotions of a particular creature if you succeed you learn the general disposition attitude towards creature within 30 feet of it you gain plus two circumstance bonus to bluff bump see intimidate um for the next hour Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So roll me the check. Uh, uh, communalism. Okay. You, yeah, because yeah. that was a five. Thank you. I love communalism. Okay, so much better. That's a 13. Um, so then that is going to be a... Twenty-eight. Okay. All right, so... Morgan, you get, well, for one, you get the sense that Captain Fireheart's getting a little impatient, <laughs> waiting on you all to deliberate. However, he has been, as far as you can tell, extremely forthright and, you know, professional. Mm-hmm. And again, his service Background, record speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. From everything that you can tell, Captain Fireheart is an honorable man and is will do what he says. As I said before, that, that cat's already out of the bag. Like, there's, you know, we there's nothing we can do about that at this point, in the sense that, like, he's already told us the secret. So, yeah. like, whether or not we accept this job or not is not going to impact if they were to kill us for knowing this information. doesn't matter whether we take the job or not. Like yeah, if we if we turned yeah. it down, they just kill us yeah. right then. Right, yeah. you're right, right. So that's that's but not really it an issue. Feel like this is the guy that would do that. Yeah, yeah. And right. just just to kind of like assuage any fears, like Morgan would chime in and say, "I'm not entirely sure about the rest of D9, but I get a sense that the captain is on the up and up. I mean, he, based on his service record and everything that we know and everything that I can feel from him, I 
I don't think that he will be an issue. I think this comes down to, like the captain says, is is this something that we want to take on? Essentially, a mercenary type field. Well, Morgan, if you get a good good vibe on him, all right, I trust you. I'd like you to to also speak to us elevating this company to mercenary status, though. It's, it's important that we all acknowledge and accept that as a team, is that that is what we are doing. I mean, that's kind of the concern I had earlier, Cap. Right, you know. right, exactly. But, I mean, aside from intentionally going after people, we're already <clears throat> for hire to do jobs, so it's not too much of a stretch to to get to that point. If it helps you to think about it as going somewhere to pick up some cargo and then deliver that cargo? No, Zach, stop it. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but but Hestia is like, looks around again, like a little bit confused and is like, we're, the job is to stop a terrorist. That is a good thing. It's not as though we have to change our business cards to say mercenary. You know, there's a whole series of movies about that. Oh, boy. I did not know. Tell me about it in detail. In detail. Well, I don't want to go too in detail and look so, at Fireheart. Yeah, t- yeah. team. Yes, we ha- we must make our decision. Yeah. Movie is called simple, Transporter, though. Yes, it's a simple simple acknowledgement. I I will continue to captain this team if we are all in agreement and understanding the stakes involved. This is not a simple delivery. This is not a simple exchanging of goods. We are going to shake down a Formian, and then we are going to find a terrorist and do our best to bring that terrorist back alive who is in control of a high-powered chemical weapon. It is important that you all take this very seriously. Oh, my, I'll just tell you, it's no sweat off me, girlies, whether we're cargo haulers or if we're mercenaries. I've done in and all between, so... Uh, Look, mate, I just want you to know what, what the stakes are. So as long as you're aware of it, just point me where, point me towards them. Oh, yes, uh, thank you for making me aware of the stakes, Vincent. Appreciate that. All right, that's an I from Vincent. What about the rest of you? I? Yep. An I from Morgan. Great. Gadrick? Yep. I yep. Uh, an I yep from, from Gadrick. And Hestia? I mean, it's the the right thing to do. Yes, all right. Well, then he turns to uh, the captain that's standing in the corner and says, we will take your we will take your job. We'll take this job and try to do it to the best of our ability. Anything that you could provide to give us aid in this would be most appreciated. Perhaps a suit of light armor for myself <laughs> and my companion over here, Gadrick. <laughs> a suit of light armor of my choosing. Yeah. <laughs> I, with many Fitted for a doggo. <laughs> Perhaps this cred stick with 5,000 credits on it would suffice. And, it he hand, and he hands you a cred stick uh, with 5,000 credits on it. Hell yeah. And says, very good. I will leave you to your work. May Demoritash guide your dice go. Oh. And may highlights be with you. 
and some Valachian platitude. Some Valachian platitude. He extends his paw to shake to shake his hand. He 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 shakes your paw with his claw vest hand, and lead and and leads you out of True Blue Dye Works, and nods to you all, and he hops back into the black armada with another mysterious Fesk smoking a cigar in the back seat along with him. Would you call him a CSV maybe? I would I would consider him a cigar smoking Fesk mm. indeed. Okay. Yeah. Mm. 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 Nice. Yeah. I think he's just a chode. Honestly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. So let's 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 keep this pushing. Okay. You all head back on the train uh, to the spaceport and you depart with Directive 9's blessing and make your way to Gascar 3. Uh, your journey proves uneventful. And before you know it, you arrive uh, outside of a music store with the banner that says Sonic Future on the front of it. Okay. Should all be mm-hmm. on a here. map. You can open the doors. They're not locked. And you can all make your way inside. And as you all move in, obviously, this is certainly a music store. There are a plethora of different kinds of instruments that you would see in the in the Starfinder universe. These are all much more high-tech versions of you know guitars and drums and stuff like that that you, that you would see. But there's, you know... All kinds of stuff. This does appear to be a legitimate music shop. And behind the counter, you see a green, uh, not skinned, uh, I, I guess, uh, carapace. Carapace, yeah. <laughs> Carapace. Carapace, apologies. You, you tried. Shit, right? <laughs> And there's an image of him that I'm that I'm posting for you uh, right now. And he sees you all come in, and he perks up, and he says, "Yes, oh, yes, God, no, customers, welcome to Sonic Futures. What can I help you with?" We're looking for death sticks. Do you have any death sticks? I am afraid they do not have any death sticks. Um, but good call on the voice, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this. Oh man, there's like not a mouth. It's sort of like, how would you describe that? Is it like wearing armor? Or, yeah. Or is, that's just what a Formian looks like, it's man. Is it, though? They're usually not bright green like that. Well, this one is. I freaking love it. That's awesome looking right there. It, it is cool. It does. It that looks is. like there's, what is that, a, a like a mouth guard on like an old school suit of armor? Looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 With, with little like ant... M- mandibles. mandibles, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, he looks bad as fuck. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I don't trust him. I'll he tell looks you like that. He's gonna kick our ass. Yeah, he looks pretty intense to be running a music store. This guy has has Mortal Kombat '90s theme running in the background, like yeah. right fucking now. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, he asks you. I mean, he just stands there. Uh, Waiting for a response when he asks you waking up you with. How many doors? Is it just the front door that we can see? Uh the front door that you can see, there is there is a door to the back room, uh presumably an office or something like that, you know. But he's he's behind a counter. 
Can he I access like, the door? Sorry. Can he get to the, the door at the back easily? Or does he have to go around the counter? I can't quite tell where the doors are. There's You're like very concerned with legit. Are you trying to we like surround him to get, him to get out? We don't want him to yeah. get away. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, no. You, so the counter has like a, like a, a fold out, you know, like a saloon door type. Okay. They are like a bar mm-hmm. counter mm-hmm. swinging door. Mm-hmm. And so he would have to go th- around that okay. in order to get to the back room. Um, Morgan would just kind of like make their way up to sort of like one side of the um, bar and would use telepathy to just kind of be like, make sure he doesn't get out. Are we ready to do this? Because, I mean, we're, we're just go, we're going to shake this guy down, right? We're not trying to fuck around and be, yeah. be cute oh, here. I'm, I'm here to fuck like, around and find out, all and right? F- we are, in fact, trying to fuck around so and what find you, out. Man, okay, so... Mantis and Hestia move in front of the doors, like, to block the exit. There you go. Okay. All right, so, yeah, uh, I, guess the, I guess the captain steps up and says... Uh, Next captain, Jensen. Yeah, uh, uh, Jazz, Jazz... Jask, is that it? Yes, that is me, Jask Meskask. <laughs> um, How did, we have we have some questions. Precede me. In some manner of speaking, yes, we have some questions to ask you. Um, About what? I'm quite knowledgeable of instruments. Are you looking for new instruments? Death. As he's doing this, can I get a empath- empathy sex sex motive? Oh my god, a sense motive, please. Just well, get that turned up. Get you, that going. You, you <laughs> yeah. can. You can. However, as soon as Roland says instruments of death, uh-huh. Jask, his his posture, I'm not going to say his facial expression because I don't think they can make facial <laughs> expressions as far as I can tell, but his posture definitely changes. He looks a lot more tense and he says, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a pacifist, mm-hmm. but they're not. And he points to the back room uh-huh. and the entrance to that room immediately erupts with gunfire as Whoa. these two robots who are both wearing dusters, <laughs> wide-brimmed hats, Stop. and bandoliers emerge, guns blazing. One of the constructs has an inscription that says Mark II on their forehead, and another uh, has an inscription that reads Mark IV. And they come out, guns blazing, and we'll see you, Space Cowboys. Well, shit. I think that's copyrighted. Strike it from the record. Strike it. Strike it. I need to get one of those hats. That's intimidating. That's what I was moving into. Was the I was so, I was just like, yeah. jumping.